you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. If you think I'm sexy, uh, specifically requested by our next guest, uh, <laughs> Dean Bulldog Rishi from the Daily Telegraph to talk all things NRL. Morning, mate. I'm not very sexy, but I can talk to you about footy anytime. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's good, mate, because i got to talk about your manly side. Why would you let Dylan Walker go? Yeah, Dylan Walker, it was a bit of a surprise. Uh, manly had offered him a, a, a deal to remain at Brookfield, but I think that extension was only for one year, mm. and uh, clearly Dylan's been offered a three-year deal by the Warriors, and that secures his future for... D- uh, the next four years, I guess, given he's got a contract at Manly this year. So Dylan looking after his future, but I did speak to Des Hasler, the Manly coach, yesterday, and he said, look, it didn't come down to ability, commitment or dedication. It purely came down to salary cap. He's a, he's a handy pickup for the Warriors when you think that... Um, when we, we've been talking about this in the last 24 hours, Dean, and we're, we're concerned that it might be a little bit of insurance in case uh, Reese Walsh uh, goes to the Dolphins early. Yeah, most certainly. I wrote a story, oh, be two, three weeks ago about Reese Walsh and the Dolphins. I think from all the mail that I'm getting through rugby league, it seems that it's an inevitable move. It just depends on uh, when it will happen, whether it's uh, after this year or the following year. But I think you'll find that move will happen. And yeah, look, Dylan Walker's a class player. He's played Origin. He's won premierships. He was a big part of that manly side, which made the uh, preliminary final last year. Of course, he played the Maori All-Stars earlier this year, has played for Australia. So, Dylan Walker's achieved everything in rugby league. Look, he can play six, he can play in the centres, he can play fullback, and he can also play in that utility role off the bench. So he'll be a terrific buy for the Warriors, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting buy. It, it's, it, could, it could prove out to be quite a smart buy. Uh, look, everybody, well, I don't know about you, but everybody's talking up the Dragons on the back of their, their pre-season. Uh, is it deserved or should we just put it in context? Oh, let's put it in context, Steve. Like, look, I think it's a bit early. Look, I said last week that Fox Sports over here have decided to cover all the trial games, which is fine. The ratings have been very good for Fox Sports. But what it has done is it's given trials another layer of relevancy, which it really didn't have in the past. And, you know, let's not forget, they are just that. They're trial games. They're there to get the cobwebs out. They're there to, you know, get your chemistry going, get your combinations going. So, look, yes, and George Illawarra were very good in the charity shield. There's no doubt about that. And they were most impressive. But, you know, I think we should start judging teams... Yeah, let's wait four, five, six weeks into the premiership before we start sort of saying who's been given a tick of approval, who's thumbs up, who's thumbs down. But look, it's good for the Dragons fans. They've had a a lot of lean years. Um, But, you know, I'm not convinced just yet. They were poor toward 
the end of last year, and I'd not need to see a whole lot more before I can sort of start to think about St George Illawarra. Well, your line of th- your together. line of thinking is the same as their coach Anthony Griffin, who I spoke to this morning, and he said the same thing. He said, "Yeah, it's all well and good. We're we're happy with how we're tracking at the moment, but the grind of weekly footy takes its toll, and how how these young kids, the likes of Cody Ramsey and Tyrell Sloan, adjust to it will be the one thing to watch." Yeah, let's not forget they got off to a, uh, a cracking start last year, the Dragons. I think they won, oh, gee, Stephen, roughly four of their first six games, so they were flying along very, very nicely. Then the wheels came off, and, of course, then Barbecue Gate happened down there on the <laughs> New South Wales south coast, and all the players got suspended, and they didn't win a game from then on, which is, I think, oh, dear, last eight or nine games. So it was a funny old season for the Dragons, but, look, it's been a very calm off-season They've built up a very nice roster. Uh, they look to be in a good place, the Dragons. Anthony Griffin has had his contract extended until the end of next year, so there's a bit of, a bit of stability there at the top. And I'll be very, very interested. Look, they're such a, a famous old club, the famous Red V, and you know they've got a big, big supporter base. So you know, it's an old cliche, uh, Stephen, but when the Dragons are going well, rugby league is going well, and I think everyone would like to see the Dragons up there again competing for top four grand finals and premierships. You know what? When I when I looked at those trial matches in the last couple of weeks, I think rugby league is in a very good nick anyway. Uh, some of the talent coming through uh, is is stunning. The, it'll be interesting to see how Melbourne go. Uh, you know, yes, they got beaten by the Warriors, but again, they didn't have all their big guns going. It'll be interesting to see if uh, how Craig Bellamy copes with not as much firepower. I'm tired of writing Melbourne off. Every year I see the same thing pre-season. Well, I don't so much write them off, but I always think that, you know, this could be the year that Melbourne, you know, drop down a few rungs. And we've said it for, oh, God, 20 years yeah. now. They just keep producing. It's the most amazing franchise. I think it's got to be up there with the most consistent franchise in the Australian sporting landscape. Look, this year again, I don't think they can make the grand final, but, you know, yet again, they'll probably be there. Bellamy will be leading the charge, and there's a fair few players leaving at the end of this year. The Bromwich brothers, uh, Felice Kafusi, uh, Brandon Smith's another one. So this is a, a real window for the uh, Storm to have a dead set crack this year, because at the end of the year they do lose a bit of star power. But uh, look, only a fool would write Melbourne off. I've been guilty of it myself for many years, and. I'm certainly not going to fall into that trap yet again. Yeah. Dean, I'm a, I'm a Bulldogs fan. I make no excuses for that. And uh, and they've bought reasonably well off-season. Yes, they got punted by Cronulla at the weekend. But I just don't know. I don't know if they're going to get their mojo. Something just doesn't feel right about them at the moment. Uh, can can Uncle Phil help, help in his own way to get them out of the mud? Uh, well, I hope so for the Bulldogs' sake. I think we're all a bit disappointed with that trial result in the weekend. Let me re-emphasise yet again, it was a trial mm-hmm. game, uh, but it was the first time that the Dogs had put out this new-look roster after this incredible uh, buying spree that they've done over the last 8 to 12 months. And I think people thought that uh, you know, this would reinvigorate the club and that good times lay ahead. But look, it was disappointing, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I interviewed their chairman, John Curry, yesterday, and, and John pleaded with fans just to show support. Please be patient. It will take some time, there's no doubt, uh, to, to, to mould all these different players from different clubs into a side. I guess the only problem with that is that uh, you ask fans to wait, but they've been waiting a long time, the Bulldogs fans. They haven't won a comp since oh, way back in 2004. So I think asking the fans to wait 
uh, might be a little bit of a, a stretch because I think they've, uh, they're, they're, they're frustrated at the, at the constant delay in success. And look, they've got no choice. But after what we saw, it seems like there still might be a, a long way to go in terms of a full yeah. recovery. Do you think the glaring hole is their halves? Yeah, their halves in their hooker. They don't have that star power they would say need. Uh, look, they've got Jake Avarillo, uh, Kyle Flanagan in the halves who... Yeah, they're good footballers, but whether they're good enough to lead a side to the finals is another question. Uh, Benji's half-brother, Jeremy Marshall King, again, a good player, but not in the elite uh, category of, of dummy halves. So you can buy as many star players as you like, but <clears throat> excuse me. But if your halves and your hooker you know, aren't performing to the level that they need to be, uh, you know, times get very tough. I want, to, I want to talk to, to you about Manu Vatavai, sentenced to three years and seven months jail for importing meth, because I want to tie it into a story you wrote about the dogs and bunnies not happening with sports betting. And we know, you know, a lot of players like the punt, but those that like the punt too much get themselves into all sorts of bother. How do we, how do we get a handle on this? It's an interesting story, because I wrote the story in today's Telegraph, and I was initially told that two NRL clubs had joined a New South Wales government campaign called Reclaim the Game, which was to ban all sports betting. Uh, when I made a few more inquiries, I realised that there was actually 11 sporting franchises signed up. Uh, the New South Wales Blues, the Cricket, uh, the Sydney Thunder, uh, the Sydney Swans were in there, the Sydney Kings basketball, and the list went on and on. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers, the football side... Look, it's a, it's a two-year campaign the government is running just to try to uh, take away the temptation more for younger kids to see betting odds and, and betting advertising constantly in their faces. So these franchises have agreed not to uh, take any sports betting or bookie uh, sponsorship on their jerseys, their shorts. Uh, there'll be messages on the big LED screens at games from players warning of the, you know, the the perils of betting and there'll be no advertising for any sports betting uh, at the grounds as well. Having said that, Steve, there's a lot of clubs which do rely heavily on yeah. sports betting and uh, you know, Manly is a case in point. I think their deal with PointsBet, it's a long-term deal worth about $4 million and gee, I tell you what, rugby league isn't flush with money so if that kind of offer comes along, I think most clubs will jump at it. But look, four marks for the dogs and the bunnies, if that's how they feel and they want to take that stance, uh, you know, I can only applaud them. Makes you wonder if they're flush with money or not, Dino, when, when you see the NRL were going to spend half a million dollars on their launch, decided not to and give it to flood relief. I mean, why did you need to spend half a million dollars on a season launch to start with? Yeah, I'm not sure that that's 100% true. I think they were going to spend money on a launch. It wasn't going to be that kind of money. But they thought, look, we'll get save some money from the launch and we'll add to it ourselves uh, it's going to go to the, uh, help junior players and junior clubs who have lost a lot of equipment and gear through the floods, which have uh, obviously uh, rolled through New South Wales and caused such heartbreak and so much damage. Mm. So that money will go out. The NRL's involved. They joined, to be fair, with the New South Wales Rugby League, uh, the Country Rugby League, the clubs and the competition rights holder, Telstra. So they've all pulled some money. It's come to $500,000. It's a lovely gesture. Mm. Uh, and you know, let's hope that money can help get some kids back on the field because these storms, uh, I live on the north side of Sydney right now, it is absolutely thundering down still. This rain bomb is due to hit yet again today, another one, 
and uh, everyone, everyone is just battening down the hatches at the moment. One final thought. Uh, how critical is this season for Kevin Walters? Uh, very critical. He wants to get a contract uh, extension right now, Kev, for the end of 2023. Uh, personally, I think he probably deserves that. He didn't have an enormous year last year, but he inherited a, a side which had a poor roster and really, really uh, rostered down on confidence. Uh, he did okay last year. I guess, you know, they didn't storm into the finals, but it was, you know, bordering on a pass mark given what he inherited. Uh, this year will be a big year for Kev, but if the Broncos do want some stability, I think maybe they could give him one more year and say, okay, Kev, you've got two more years. That gives you three all up. If it doesn't work after that, we're moving on. But uh, certainly it's a big year. Look, you know, the Broncos are such a successful and famous club. They just don't accept defeat. The last couple of years have been diabolical up there in Brisbane. But, you know, I do look at their roster. There's a bit there, Steve, but I don't know, there's just something about the Broncos I can't warm to on the field. And no. I personally don't think they'll make the finals. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. And uh, I hate I hate to say this and, and, and pinpoint one individual, but I don't think his son's the answer on the halves either. Uh, I, I watched that, uh, that he just doesn't, just something's not gelling. You'd be pleased to know that one of the former Manly boys, uh, Louis Brown, who I spoke to last night, uh, feels that Manly will easily make the top three and could push for the big show. Yeah, they'll be very close. They were good last year, but uh, when you look back at it now, they finished top four, they were in the grand final qualifier, but there's no doubt that at that time, South and Penrith were a notch ahead of Manly, as, as good as Manly were, but you know, no one had thought Manly would make the eight last year, let alone be within 80 minutes of the grand final. They've retained the roster this year. Uh, I was down at Manly uh, on uh, Tuesday to do some media interviews. They're in a good headspace down there. I spoke to Kieran Foran, a Kiwi. He's a uh, in a good place. Cherry Evans is in a good place. And, of course, Jake and Tom Trebojevic. So, look, if they can stay injury-free, Manly, there's absolutely no reason why they can't make the grand final. I'll give you one more before I go, Steve. Go. Parramatta. Oh, yeah. I just have a feeling this could be their year. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I just, you know, previous years there's been a lot of, I guess, uh, false promises made, but this is something about Parramatta this year I, I, I really like, and they'll be right there yet again. Uh, come September. Okay, so I want you to ask a question of Brad Arthur. I spoke to his assistant coach, David Kidwell, the other day, and the one key sort of mantra they're using this year is identity. They talk about yes. their identity. So I, I'll be interested to say, mate, thanks so much for your time. And if Manly uh, do go all the way, I know you'll be one very happy man. It's a pleasure. Thanks Thank, for having me. Yeah, pleasure. Dean Bulldog Ritchie from the Daily Telegraph. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.